Welcome to episode one of the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. Welcome to the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. This is Kim McLaughlin, and I am so glad that you're here. This is our first ever podcast, and I am so excited to be here with you. I have been wanting to do this podcast for a long time, really thinking about what people would want to hear and what could be helpful. I focus with people on food, overeating, ending binge eating, and really feeling more at peace in their life. What I find is that people are using food for comfort, for recreation, for ways to connect. And what I want to do is put food in its proper place as nourishment and help you live a life that feels really good. We're not going to be talking about losing weight or how many pounds you're down, but we're going to be talking about how to nourish ourselves with food and nurture ourselves in ways that are productive and actually get us to feel better about ourselves. So I'm going at it a different way than the diet mentality and the people that do weight loss. But I want you to consider, where has that got you in the past? Where has it got you being on diets and really looking to how you're going to lose weight? And how has that made you feel? What I find with the people that I work with is that that over dieting, that constant dieting has really made them feel horrible about themselves. And I don't want that for you. I want to help you live a life that feels wonderful and fulfilled and just energized. And I come at food and what I call the six components to feed your soul. I come at this a different way. So I hope you sit back and relax and take in what I'm saying and really think about how this could work in your life. I am by training a psychotherapist. I have been working as a psychotherapist for years and years and years and years. And I have a long history. I I think I'll do a podcast one time on my history because it's kind of interesting and the various places I've been and the things that I've learned from those places and the people that I've had the privilege to work with has been extraordinary. More lately, I have been focused on my own business as a psychotherapist, and I have expanded to do coaching with people. I do a lot of speaking in the community and abroad about all topics related to feeding your soul and nurturing your life. I also am an author. I have a recent book 
called Feed Your Soul, Nourish Your Life, a six-step system to peace with food. And I'm so proud to get out this information to people and to help you look at food, weight, and your body in a whole different way. As you get to know me, you'll know more about the ideas that I have, which are really about increasing self-care, increasing self-love, understanding what food means to you, and understanding how to live your life in a way that feels really good. Another way to look at it is it's really about wellness and how you're going to feel good in your body and in your life. I plan in the future to be taking questions, so I'd really appreciate it if you start getting questions together. I'll link at the bottom of um, the podcast in the show notes. I'll link an email address for you to send me questions because I am looking forward to in the future having a a segment on people's questions. Um, it might be where we have you write them in and I read them. We could have a call in where you call in and ask questions. I'm not quite sure. I'm really looking for all of you to help lead me in what direction you want to go. I'm also looking for what interests you in terms of overeating, food issues, weight issues, over dieting, how is emotions connected to overeating? I'm really looking for your ideas about what you want to have on these podcasts. I have a whole year's worth of ideas, so I have plenty, but I really want this to be about all of you and what are you searching for and what are your questions, but also what would be an interesting podcast for all of you. Once again, in the show notes, I'll link that email address where you can send me your ideas about what you'd like to hear as a show topic. I am open to all kinds of topics to help you on this journey. We'll also spend one podcast coming up on my journey with food. I have found it really interesting and have been sharing more about it, most especially in the recent book that I wrote, Rather than using client testimonials and client journey, I took you through my journey with food and what happened to me, what was the the transition point, and what is it like now? And I think that can give you a perspective of somebody and their life and what overeating has meant, but also what has the gift been? What has the gift been in the overeating and coming to find out what it means for me? I truly believe that we have lots of gifts that are presented to us and we don't always see them. I think food issues is one of those gifts. Food is really the life force. It's how we keep ourselves going. And when we have issues with food, then I wonder how are we having issues in our life? How is it showing up in other ways? And that's a lot of what we're going to be talking about throughout this podcast. 
The other piece that you'll get from this podcast is dual, what I call doables. And that is what could I do today to have a difference in my life? I want you to leave with some idea about what you can do differently. It's great to have understanding about what the problem is or understanding about what's going on. But if you don't get into a place of action and what am I going to do next, I think all the learning can fall flat and not give you the really the benefit or the juicy goodness that you could get out of what's gone on in your life. So I encourage you to engage with this podcast, engage with me about what are you going to do and are you going to take the things that I say and see how you can integrate them into your life. I actually have a free Facebook group, which I'll link again in the show notes. That's called Feed Your Soul Community. Feed Your Soul Community. In that community, we talk about things more than food, but life. And I would love for you to come and tell us what you're doing that is different and what you're learning from this podcast. I'm also hoping that we have more of a dialogue and that might be the spot where we have a dialogue where you can ask more questions and I can have an opportunity to answer them for you in real time. What I wanted to talk about today is some core principles that I use for my work with people and how I think about food issues because I think it'll give you a a grounding and an understanding about where I come from, but also you can start seeing how food fits into your life and how it works and how it doesn't work. These are my six core principles, core concepts that I use to help people feed their souls. When I think about what's going on in somebody's life, I think about these six principles as what we um, can look at whether they're balanced. So part of this is looking at, am I balanced in my life? Are things balancing out? And as I go over these six core principles, you can see when you're out of balance. You can see which areas aren't working. What I find fascinating is with everybody I talk to and work with on these principles is that they are never out of balance in just one of the core concepts. They're never out of balance in just one. It's often two, three, four, five. Many times it's all six areas. And that's why food feels so controlling and like you can't get a handle on it. People talk to me a lot about wanting to feel in control over food or feel like they've got it handled. And and I think that food issues show up as a way to tell us when we're out of balance. 
That's the gift. The food telling us when we're out of balance. Let me go into the core concepts right now and give you all of them and start imagining how they are fitting into your life or how they're out of balance in your life. And that will give you an idea about what might lead need some work for you. And what we'll do is, is as we go on each week in this podcast, we'll talk about what are specific strategies for these core concepts that you can engage in to make some big shifts in your life. So I'm going to tell you all the six core concepts first, and then I'll walk through them each, not completely in depth, but in a little bit more depth. What I plan is that we're going to have a lot of months focused on each of these core concepts because within of the concept, there is many um, kind of subheadings underneath it that we need to pull through in order to create more balance in your life. So the six core concepts are physical, emotional, mental, lifestyle, mindfulness, and self-love. If you think about it, those six core concepts are really the core concepts of a well-rounded life, if you really look at it. And that means a well-rounded life, whether it's including food as the issue or food is not the issue. All of those six core concepts need to be in balance in everybody's life. So if you don't have a food issue, if you don't think you have a food issue, what I'm going to talk about actually will be very beneficial to you because you'll have more balance in all areas of your life. So first, we're going to talk a little bit about the physical. The physical is your body, but it's about only half of the way I talk about it with people is only half of the physical is about food. The rest of the physical has nothing to do with food. It has to do with your body, how you metabolize food, a little bit about how you how active you are and how you move your body. But physical, when we look at our physical body, and we have food issues, we think it's all about the food and it's not. I've been learning more and more in terms of the physical about how much our hormones affect the balance and how when we're our hormones are out of balance, we feel out of balance in the physical. And I think we don't often consider that, especially for women. In, in every stage of women's lives, there are hormones that come into play. Young girls with, uh, when they, before they menstruate, as they're entering menstruation, the time when they menstruate, and then that whole young adult um, getting that balance around having your monthly cycle, what does that feel like, how does food affect that? How does your body physically feel? And that goes on. And and then some women enter the time of pregnancy. 
and being pregnant, either having full-term pregnancy or having something happen in the meantime where you don't come to full-term, but then being pregnant affects our hormones. Post-pregnancy affects your hormones, as well as the time when we enter perimenopause, which nutritionists and um, medical people will often say that happens around 35. So 35, you start then having another change and start entering that perimenopausal period and then menopause and then postmenopause. Do you see there is this flow throughout women's lives that really are really affected by hormones and we'll have somebody on as we go more into our podcasts and talking about hormones because there are people with that as their expertise and that's not me. But I want you to notice that physical has to do with food. It has to do with hormones. It has to do with how you metabolize food. It has to do with how your body is physically working. And that all plays into the physical. All of that plays into the physical. The second component in the six components is emotions. And that really looks at how does emotions, our feelings, affect how we come to the table, how we interact with food. Sometimes emotions make us want to have food or we think it makes us want to have food. And sometimes the emotions make us want to have food or the food makes us want to have more food or makes us feel a certain way, I should say. So get this. So you have emotions, it makes you want to have a certain food. But sometimes when you eat a certain food, it leads to other emotions. Like there are lots of emotions that lead us to eat and to overeat. Uh, Lots of them. Just name a few that my clients talk about. Anger, sadness, happiness, boredom, loneliness, anxiety, Those are some of the major emotions that people talk with me about that lead them to overeat. But what happens is, is that when they overeat because of emotions, we're not coming from a place of really noticing our body and am I hungry? Am I full? That's back in the physical. Back in the physical is noticing, am I hungry? Am I full? What does my body really need? When we're in the emotions, how our body feels doesn't play a part in our decision about what we eat. What I find is that the more we become connected with our body, connected with what's going on inside, physically, the more we can have a feeling of empowerment when we have the feelings coming on. When the feelings come on, it can often feel overwhelming and feel as if we have no control. So when we're having feelings, we think we have no control, we'll overeat and won't pay any attention to what's going on inside. Also, when we eat for emotional reasons, It leads to more emotions because then we can tend to feel angry. 
feel upset, feel overwhelmed, feel sad because we've eaten when we know that our body didn't really need what we were eating. And that leads to a big struggle. Can you see? I eat because of emotions. And then once I eat, I have emotions because I'm not happy with what I've done. Emotions play a big part in eating. We will talk about that in depth in these podcasts. I promise you. I promise you. We will talk in depth about emotions. The fourth component, I'm sorry, the third component is the mental, the cognitive, the thoughts. That is where we have thoughts that lead us to overeat. I think about things. I think about wanting it. I think about that food. I think that I can't stand myself if I don't eat. And so we eat because our thoughts are out of balance. I used to do that a lot where I would think about the certain food that was in my house and it finally got to the point where I just said, to heck with it, I have to eat it because I wanted the thoughts to go away. I wanted the thoughts of that food to leave. And at that point in time, the only idea I could come up with that would help would be to eat it. And I thought if I ate the food, the thoughts would go away. Well, they did. Immediately the thoughts went away. But then what came on is the feelings of anger at myself that I did that and the condemning of myself and making myself wrong and bad and feeling horrible about myself, really leading to lots of feelings of self-hatred because I ate this food only because of the thoughts. We'll work a lot on the thoughts. The thoughts play a, a part in food, but the thoughts play a part in all of our lives. Everybody I talk to, no matter they have food issues or not, their thoughts are out of control. And they think their thoughts are real and that they should just act upon them because they have nothing else to do. I promise you in these podcasts, we will talk about thoughts and we will talk about what to do about them. Specifically, I will give you clues, tools, techniques, doables that you can do immediately to really affect a change on your thoughts. The fourth area is lifestyle. Lifestyle is huge. Lifestyle encompasses your family, your friends, your work. I include some about exercise, about how we fit it into our daily schedule. The daily schedules is a part of lifestyle. Education vacations, holidays. Lifestyle is a huge component. We'll be talking about those a lot, most especially when we come near to different holidays. I am a strong proponent of having ideas and plans and really talking through how the holidays, how vacation, how all of these days that have a symbolism to them, how they show up in overeating. 
And I have ideas. I have things you can do. I have lots of things you can do. So I promise you, as we come into holidays, as we come into vacation time, I will give you ideas about what to do to affect a change around food in your life that makes you feel peaceful in all areas. The fifth area is mindfulness. And mindfulness is so important. It is being centered and connected inside of yourself. Some people will will really hear when I talk about it, will hear more of a spiritual idea about it. It doesn't have to be about religion. It doesn't have to be about God. It, it can if that fits for you, but it doesn't have to. It's about how you feel connected with your inner self and with your higher sense of purpose. And I know that people can get out of balance in those areas and it shows up in food and overeating, but it can also show up in feeling dissatisfied in your life and feeling unhappy. Being more connected mindfully is one, a strategy and a goal. And I want to help you with that. I want to see you more mindful, more connected to yourself and to that guidance that will help you all along the way. It's one of the most important things you can do is have that inner connection to that greater purpose, but also your your inner knowing. The last area, the sixth area, is really what I call the most important area. And I put it last because generally when people have food issues, they want to hear about how to manage food and how to take care of themselves around food. So I saved the most important for last because I'm confident you'll all resonate with it and its importance. The last area is self-love. To me, self-love in embody self-love, self-worth, self-esteem. It's all of those components together. And what I find is that consistently people don't feel a sense of self-love. And actually what I find is more often than not, there's a sense of self-loathing and self-hatred. The antidote to that is self-love, but we don't know how to find it. We've lost our way a lot of times about how do we feel that we're okay. What people tell me is that they think that if they focus on self-love or self-esteem, self-worth, that they're being selfish. And I say, yeah, bring it on because it's not selfish in a negative way. It's self-full. It's being full of yourself. The more you are full of yourself and who you are and who you bring to the table and who you're meant to be, the more positive you feel, the more peaceful you feel. And I promise you, the more food will be in balance for you. The more you practice self-love. The problem is, is we don't know. Sometimes we've been so far away from that that we don't know anymore how to get to that spot, how to get to that feeling of self-love. If that's up for you, I'm your girl. I've got clues. I've got tips. I can help you get there. And that's another piece, big piece of what this podcast is about is how are we are going to, how are we all going to 
come and feel this sense of fullness within ourselves. That's where self-love is critical. So you can see I have a lot on my plate about what I want to talk to everyone about to, to give you all of this goodness. I wanted to set it up today on our first podcast to let you know what's coming. What's coming is a look at all of these areas and even more. I have big plans for this and I have big plans for all of us to feel empowered together, to feel peaceful in our lives together. Another piece that I'll add to this puzzle of what we've been building today is we'll look every time at self-care. What's going to be a self-care technique you're going to do? What's something you're going to do to take better care of yourself? I constantly find 99.9% of the time, everybody I talk to, when I ask them, how do they take care of themselves? They look at me sideways and go, I don't know. Or they look at me sideways and go, what's that? Because it's been so long since they've done anything to take care of themselves. If that is you, this is the place for you to be. Because we will go over consistently self-care tools, self-care techniques. How is it going? Um, If you're using them, if you want to learn more, I really recommend you go to the Feed Your Soul community Facebook page and ask to be added because I'm in. I'm all in with self-care. It's a critical tool for you to use. This podcast has been on my radar for a long time and I so appreciate all of you showing up today for the flagship first podcast. And I want to leave you with an idea of looking at all of these six areas that we've gone over and where do you feel imbalance and where do you feel out of balance? Physical, emotional, mental, lifestyle, mindfulness, self-love. Do they all feel like they're balanced or do they feel kind of out of balance? If they feel a little out of balance, you are in the right place. Because we are going to get that balance back for all of you in all of the weeks ahead. You can expect this podcast every Monday will be, will go live and you can sign up on the different um, podcasts. Please, I would love it if you would subscribe to this podcast so you can be notified when it's ready and also leave a comment. It's it's really the lifeblood of these podcasts is to leave a comment, ask a question, tell me what's going on. What did you like about this podcast? Because that will help everybody know that this podcast is valuable and it's helpful. The other thing I really need from you is to write a review. Leave a review. What did you learn? What did you like? Encourage your friends to listen. The more people that listen, the more reach we have and the more people that will have feeling better. Also, the more people you can talk to using the same kind of language. You can use this language with them because they'll know what you're talking about. So please share this with your friends. Let them know that that the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast is out there because I want to reach as many people as possible. 
So what I promised you is that at the end of every podcast, we would have a doable for you to do. And this week's doable is I want you to think about all the six areas and how balanced are you in them? Where do you feel a higher sense of um, peace with the area and where do you feel not so well? I, I like to like I like to think of them like on a Likert scale from one to ten, one being not so good, ten being excellent, and go through all the six areas and rank them for yourself. And as we go through this podcast, you'll know that there will be certain areas that you really got to pay attention to, and really got to get the self care tools because you want to increase those areas. And I'll list those six areas in the show notes. So you can have them and have access to them at the end. I'm really happy to have this podcast with all of you. And thank you all for listening. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. be sure to like and subscribe and review this podcast so we can get this information out to as many people as possible.